What's good, y'all? This is DJ Shaw. You now tuned in to the Feedback Podcast. Yo, what up, everybody? It's back with the Feedback Podcast. So we talk about everything nightlife here in Austin. And in this one, I get to talk to the great DJ Chorizo Funk. And we talk about what inspired him to become a DJ uh, from the, the hip-hop to the funk to the Latin music. I mean, the man is everywhere. He's part of, like, four different crews, the Austin Boogie Crew, Peligrosa, uh, Motana Mondays, and, of course, Body Rock. So uh, if you ever see his name up on a flyer or anything, go check him out because it's always a dance party when this man's playing. Also, I need y'all to go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, subscribe, comment, rate the show. Let me know what you think. You know, it's a lot of work putting this podcast together. So do me a favor and give me your feedback. It only takes a few seconds. I'd really appreciate it if you guys did that. All right? Thanks. Let's go. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is back. I know it's been a minute. Uh, I was on hiatus for a couple of weeks, but now we're back. And today, I get to talk to the man. The you're everywhere, man. Seriously, Mister Chorizo Funk, how you bah, doing, bah, man? Bah, bah. <laughs> air horn, air horn, like like Chill. Jessica would say. <laughs> how you hey, doing, what man? Up, man? Chilling, Good. chilling. Thank you, thank you for coming. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank yes. you for inviting me on the show. You're, I've he- heard everybody on the show, so I'm glad I get to join the ranks and be on the feed- on the feedback. Oh, now, now it's official. Now you're part now of I'm the family. Now. I'm official. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. Be- I want to first of all, I want to thank be- thank you because you did the our party at Enzo. I think it was like a couple years ago. Yeah, and uh, that was one of our best ones. Seriously, it was great, man. Yeah, and my my biggest memory of that fondest memory, but yeah, fondest memory. That's how people say it. Anyway. Was that I think you were the one who dropped that Al Green at the end of the night. Okay. And it was 2 o'clock. I'm going to take your word for it. And it sounds like a song I would play. Yes. It was the end of the night. It was 2 o'clock. And you dropped Al Green. And we ended up staying longer. (laughs) And and then the manager came to me and said, hey, it's 2 o'clock. We got shut down. I'm like, there's still people here dancing. What do you want from me? (laughs) The manager dropped Al Green. What the hell? Yeah. You can't interrupt Al Green. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Sacrilege, man. You can't do that. You can't do that. You go to hell for that. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, but let's get into some uh, backstory. I don't like to say that, but uh, I want to give people insight on where does the chorizo come from? Mm-hmm. Sausage? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you, we'll, we'll get into that later. I, I'm sure there's a story behind your name that everybody should know. I'm curious. I don't think I ever asked you. I don't, yeah, I don't know I don't the story. Have, nah. No, 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 no. I want to ask every DJ that comes here, where the hell did you get your name? When your name is Chicken George or Protege or Mike Swing, I'm like, I want to know where that comes from. Anyway, so what was it? like? Did, did you grow up around music and the family? And what So was I was, uh, I grew up around music. You know, my mom at the time, the, the most of the, the main memories I have are just like being in the car and you know, like adult contemporary, you know what I mean? Like whatever was on the radio. Like what? Like uh, Whitney Houston, you know, like all the pop, like the big pop stuff, or like uh-huh. the late 80s, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is like the main stuff I remember. And then, you know, like some Eagles and stuff. Um, Hotel California was a song I remember that she played. <laughs> like, 
repeatedly one white people <laughs> anthem you know like just you know just a big big you know you know song that i have a big memory of uh and then two i remember like having my first records i think i was like i don't know like six or something like that five or maybe about six or seven and i had like my first records and i think uh I think it was like Thriller was one of them. And you then, got them? Like you got it from Christmas? or you I, I remember, like, I don't know if I went to the store or, yeah, you, you know. You're seven if, years old. You go to the store <laughs> and you say, I want like Thriller, please. Michael Jackson, a Thriller. But, like, that was, like, my record. Like, you know, me and my cousin, like, that was, like, our record that we listened to. So it was that one. And then uh, Olivia Newton-John, Let's Get Physical. Oh, like, nice. Like the f- very first records that I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, as I got older, it was more like cassettes and whatever. And that's like whenever, you know, I'd hear stuff in the car with my mom. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started to get into hip hop and New Jack Swing, you know, all 90s. on my own. That was kind of like when I got my own taste, you know, like developing my own, yeah. you know, preferences on what I liked. Um, so all the, the, the Heavy D's, Guy, all those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I remember Janet. there was, like, a big summer that was kind of, like, that, like, the pivotal summer in terms of music, like, me really liking, like, my own stuff. And it was, like, that summer. So I was staying in uh, El Paso, and so I remember it was, you know, just hip-hop was just, like, blowing up, you know? Really? Yeah. Everyone was just into it. Like, you know, at the dances, you know, like I would I would have older cousins and their friends, you know, would go to dances because they wouldn't let me at the time. Uh, but they would, you know, they'd have dance moves that they would do, like, you know, like the kid and Did play you? kind of stuff. Yeah, Did you break yeah. dance? Did you break nah, dance? No, I didn't break dance. But me and my cousin, we had one called the... <laughs> go ahead. So basically, it was like the running man, but we we flipped it and it was called the McQuack. The what? <laughs> it was on. the McQuack. How do you not know about the McQuack? I wasn't we here. We started it. We started the McQuack, and it just went up. It Is just that a chicken up. dance? What it, sounds it, like so a it's duck like dance. the Running Man with a chicken yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, chicken. no, with a duck with a McQuack, like <laughs> Donald, you know, or not Donald Duck, but uh, what was the the name of those? Uh, like Scrooge McDuck and like um, oh uh, all the the Disney's the Ducktail stuff Ducktails exactly the McQuack that was an actual dance <laughs> that's just what we called it. I mean it was just a funny <laughs> man and we would just flap our arms and we were just you know we were having fun dude next body rock tell tell <laughs> Kim Shaka everybody do the McQuack we're gonna do the McQuack we're gonna call you out say Jody so get behind get, get on your side of the desk get on the dance floor do the McQuack <laughs> everybody out there go look it up the McQuack the running man and you flap your you arms flap your like arms it. and you gotta dance hard you just like ah. It's a chicken dance slash running man. Yeah. That's dope, man. But yeah, man. So it was just like at that time, you know, we were, you know, I was, I guess, like 11 or 12 or whatever. And so it was just like, you know, we taped the radio, you know, they'd have the yeah. top co- countdown and like the number one songs I remember were just like uh, Rob Bass, uh, DJ Easy Rock, mm-hmm. um, what else? Like Chub Rock, you know, and they, that too, like. The videos, you know, your MTV raps, you know, that was another part. And over there, it was like Kid Frost and Mellow Man Ace were always like number one and number two, like that mm-hmm. summer, you know. So it was just like, just hip hop was just like, like the thing, you know. I remember the, um, the pacifiers, you know what I mean? Like, Pacifi- like, like, like dudes, like kids would just rock a pacifier because like that was like just cool. Like that was like that the swag did back not, then. That, I did not make it where I grew up. Pacifiers. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't know that trend. Yeah, pacifiers. Like that was like like back then like I was, swag. You know, I was into like, uh. Kahart and Ellie Hansen. And all, that was the, later. That was like 
Okay, yeah, I did jump in later. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's but, later. That, but that wasn't the same era. Yeah, man. Damn. That was like one of the dudes. Yeah, you bring was... that shit back, man. <laughs> yeah, grown, grown ass man. You're grown ass man. <laughs> you know how dope that would be. And look, <laughs> why not? The, why hey, not? why not? Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so when? So you were in El Paso. Yeah. So I was. Uh, I was born in in El Paso. In, uh, excuse me, in El Paso. Um, lived there for a while. All my cousins and everything, you know, aunts and uncles lived there. Mm-hmm. But then uh, moved up to the Panhandle whenever I started school, so kindergarten. And I was enrolled in school there, and I would go back, you know, for the summers and all that stuff. Right. See my family. So were you, I mean, now you do a lot of Latin stuff. So was that part of your, you know, growing up, or that it came was, later? It was always in the background. Like, the music was in the background. I, I really wasn't into it at first. Like, it would be like, like oh, you, yeah, like there's a, a wedding. Like, there's a, yeah, so a I, the baile, yeah. you know, and so, you know, it'd be playing stuff and at the time i really wasn't into it and, yeah. it, and it was more like they call it like regional mexican so like norteño and like some cumbias but not necessarily like the stuff that i play now yeah but just i would kind of hear it in the background you know what i mean tell me you go to a wedding and do a mcquack when they play some cumbia <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that salsa stuff i'm doing some some mcquack <laughs> so when when uh so when was it that when you decided okay i'm DJing is something I'm looking into. Oh, it was a lot it, later. A lot later? Yeah. Because so you mean, were already here? Yeah, I have, was already here, uh, you know, living in Austin. Uh, actually, I'd already finished college. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's whenever I was just like, I'm going to get some turntables, you know. And I had, uh, there was a friend that he had some turntables and we he had just got them. And uh, we would go over to his house and, you know, mess around. Um, yeah try things out because at that time i had already started to be influenced like i already had a i already had djs that i really liked to hear locally in town and so i would go out and see them for a while and then my friend got turntables you know like a couple years later Mm -hmm. and then eventually i got so what was the what was the scene like when you first when you first got here so that was uh i guess early 2000s maybe like 2000 2001 yeah uh, so it was really, really popping at the time, like hip hop, uh, DJs, music. Mel was like around. Probably. Mel was around. Baby G, Chicken George, Nick Baby G, Nick Knack. There was, you know, Scion parties. Like Austin was oh, really. Oh yes, remember like, that time? Like I mean, I would say old Austin, old hip hop based Austin, because obviously with Austin, there's always like the live music, you know, factor of bands and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of like the DJ culture and the hip hop DJs and like the hip hop style of DJs, it was really a good time back then. Uh, hip hop hum day. Hip hop hum day. Yes. Um, and it was just, yeah, man. So I like, I was, you know, young. Used to, used and to go to hip hop hum day every Wednesday? I went, yeah, I probably went like a total of like, I don't know, like 10 times. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, so I wasn't there like every week, but I definitely went, you know what I mean? Like. So you knew like I this is this, this is this is the hip hop that I grew up on and you like and you try to find all the stuff that's happening around that in town, right? Right. Yeah, cuz I mean basically whenever back when I was like 12 or 13, that was the stuff that was, you know, my ear was I was digging mm-hmm. and as I, you know, just got older, I'd always kind of kept, you know, I read the source, you know, every every <laughs> month, you know, like I would go and like by the you know the singles i knew like what singles were about to come out you know yeah. what i mean like all that stuff man all that those, stuff those, those were the and so days. it you know it stuck with me and then so getting here you know in austin in like 99 2000 that scene was just really really you know strong like 
it was it was really really popping so for me to walk into that and see all that going on and this mm-hmm. was kind of that was my first really experience with seeing like hip-hop style djs aside from like a wedding dj like seeing someone like you know play music you know so baby g and mel and those guys like mix records together and mm-hmm. just kind of you know you have two songs and you and you play them a certain way and you can just raise the energy even more than just by the song being by itself and seeing what they were doing and so yeah it just totally like blew me away so did someone teach you or you just like figured it out i pretty much you know learned on my own like i bought about turntables and uh you know kind of locked myself up in the room you know what i mean when i would have time and and just trial and error man you know like i remember like the first couple times i went to buy records you know like it was like at the end of alien records which is a record store here in town yeah. uh, like going to goodwill and finding uh, and, buy, it, and it was all hip-hop at the time Nah, i mean i would buy you know like some some solar funk i knew you know some stuff because i was already kind of into that you know what i mean so it would just oh. be like whatever i would kind of find you know um so how, how did that transition happen because if, if you were all about hip-hop and 90s well, and all that and then all of a sudden you go oh there's some stuff that that came before that, that I mean, I it, goes, it goes back to reading the credits you know, I would oh, so read the credits, oh, okay, like when gotcha. I would buy the hip hop albums, and I would, you know, see it says, "Oh, contains the interpolation of this or whatever." And I was like, "What does that mean?" And mm-hmm. you know, just being all about it, and you know, reading the magazines and stuff, and I started to kind of put the pieces together, and started to kind of understand more, and I started to look back at, you know, like soul and funk, the the people were sampling, right. and you know, I had friends that were into that too, and we would, you know, just bug out we like oh johnny guitar watson you know like for us like you know hearing like a uh, johnny guitar watson album for the first time and mm-hmm. hearing like isaac hayes for the first time you know we, we were already you know like i guess early 20s like late teens or whatever and like learning about that music for the first time so it was just all it was just music that was really just all around me i was mm-hmm. just really just into it and i had friends that you know we would bug out on it did you try to emulate any of those guys or you're just like i need i want to find my own thing and you know like you went you went and saw mel you saw nick knack uh you saw baby g and all those guys and you saw what they were doing and so you went back like okay this is this is what i want to do yeah but i mean for me at that point i was just trying to learn the basics Oh, okay. You know, like I remember spending a couple days like trying to mix two records. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would like they were like they, they were like a thousand, you know, levels beyond where I was. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so I wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to like rock that style. I'm going to do this style. I was just trying to learn. You know, like yeah. that's one thing at the time. Like it was a vinyl era still. Yeah. And like now, you know, someone if you want to be a DJ back you can just they buy, a, me. buy a piece you know a little controller and go out and dj and start doing you know things out in public and have people hear you play and at that and when i was coming up you know with it that was unthinkable it was like i would have like there's no way i could have gone out there no one like i didn't have any records yet yeah <laughs> you know but skills weren't there and i knew that because like i when i heard these other people i knew that they were like you know, really on on the next level. So what, so it just took me. So I like I, I didn't start DJing like out in public for I don't know maybe like four four years about four maybe five years yeah. So what 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 put you who put you on and how did that work out? Uh, I mean it worked out well because you're still here. But I'm yeah saying, yeah like uh, it was you know just kind of making connections, man. Like one of the the first first like 
kind of uh, spots. And the first person that really reached out to me uh, was uh, Tots, DJ DJ Tots. Tots too. Because uh, at the time, you know, I hadn't been DJing maybe, you know, a couple years. I know, you know. Wait, did you go, did you go to, I mean, Table Manners wasn't, oh, yeah, it was at the time. If it took you for like four or five years, Table yeah. Manners No, I remember started. when Table Manners started. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because okay. Tots had a Wednesday night. It was a Wednesday yes. night block party. Yes. Before Table Manners. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so around that time, you know, I'd been, you know, DJing for, you know, a couple years and I was starting to, you know, take myself a little bit more seriously with it, but obviously I wasn't out like gigging. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, we'd link, we, we connected, you know, like it was like, oh, you're a hip hop head. Oh, you love this. Oh, you like whatever. Right. And so yeah. we would kick it. And at the time, um, I think I was finishing up school at UT and me and some friends, we had started a nonprofit and it was basically through the nonprofit, we were doing a summer camp where we had kids come and learn some like media art. So it would be like radio or a video production or, you mm-hmm. know, journalism. And then throughout the week, like, you know, create a piece, compose a piece of music or, oh, cool. you know, like a website or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so we were doing fundraisers and of course, you know, we were all young at the time. So we wanted to do a hip hop, you know, fundraiser. So it was like, I re I, I was a big fan of Tots at the time. He, to me, he was, you know, like one of the, the best DJs in town. So I hit him up. And he was, you know, he, thankfully, he obliged. And he was like, oh, yeah, cool, let's do it, you know. It was him, I think, uh, Bavu, Element 7D. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other folks. But anyways, um, and so Tots knew that I was really, you know, into music and knew I was kind of like DJing. And, you know, and he, I guess he just needed someone to open, you know, like that 10 to 11 spot on a Wednesday. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's like, man, I don't want to be out here DJing for four hours. And he was like, hey, man, you know, he just kind of like real casually was like, why don't you bring some records? And uh, I was like, I was excited. You know, I was nervous, obviously. Yeah, you have uh, to be. Tots is asking you to do something. Yeah. You know, pl- and so I was like, oh, man. Like, you was know, it at Plush? It was at Plush. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, man, you know, that was kind of really, he was like the first one that kind of like was like, hey, like, come on, you know. How'd you do? Uh, I did okay. Like, I was definitely <laughs> nervous. Like, I didn't mess up like anything major. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean. It was still kind of learning everything and, you know, kind of getting into my own skin. But by that point, you know, like I said, I mean, I had, you know, I knew how to mix a little bit. You know what I mean? I've been practicing for a couple years. Did you have the name Chorizo Funk by then? No, then I was E.B. Low. E.B. Low? E.B. Low. So this is really bad. I don't E as in Eddie. B. Low as like underground, like B. Low. Do you spell with a B or B.E.? B.E. And L.O.? L.O. I think I was. I think I was basically for the like the underground hip hop heads. I think it was basically I was biting one below. Yeah, I know one below. (laughs) And I was below. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like at that moment for like a short moment of time. He was like one of my favorite rappers. So yeah, yeah, put it it together. Below one below binary star. Yeah, it was one man army, and then he changed to uh, one below. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I was basically. Well, I mean, props to you for knowing (laughs) binary star first of all. Really, I love I love Binary Star. I love yeah, I'm, yeah. I love you, someone below. Yeah, nice. But, uh, but yeah, so it was E below at the time. And then, so when did uh, the chorizo part come in? That was a couple years later. So what 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 happened that you wanted? So to? basically, you know, I tell was, me, your I, mom I was, used to cook it or something. <laughs> we gotta do it with food because if, if it does, nothing, it does actually happen. All right, to do with go food. for it. Go for it. So. um a couple, you know, years went by, and at that point, you know, I would open up for tots or, you know, like a couple just little small things, you know, here and there. Did, did, sorry, did, did people really 
uh, started to get to know you? I mean, you opened for Tots, and then you did yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit I on mean, a regular basis, or a little just... bit, like a little, like just here and there. You know okay. what I mean? Definitely, like there was folks, you know, like they were like, oh yeah, you know, like they they recognized me, or they knew, and at that time I was really like the underground, like kind of hip hop vibe, you know, yeah. Stone's Throw and like all that kind of stuff, right? Uh-huh. So. You know, people there into it, you know, like whatever. So it, it was a small time, you know. I have a MySpace page, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're a small time. <laughs> but um but yeah, man. And so a couple of years went by and you know, things started to, you know, pick up and started to develop and you know, me too at, as well. Like I started to kind of do other stuff besides just, you know, indie underground hip hop of, you know, two thousand six or whatever. Yeah. So um I was, you know, unsatisfied with the name E.B. Lowe. I was like, uh, like, I would always get people Ebola and <laughs> just, cra- you know, crazy well, mispronunciation. Well, you don't have that name now. It? <laughs> it would have been bad. My name DJ Ebola. You what? <laughs> you motherfucker. Take that but yeah, just back. crazy. Like, people just, you know, didn't get it, you know, like the way I would spell it. Like, you know, just seeing it on the screen and <laughs> stuff. Ebola. It, just, it, it was just, it wasn't a good name, you know. Yeah, like, okay. It's, it's a good now, first name. N- but now, good. Now, now I can say, it. yeah, it, it was whack name. Yeah. Yeah, it was whack. The McQuack was better. <laughs> Could have been what what I did at 12 was better than what I came up with at, <laughs> you know, 23 or whatever. But, uh, um, but yeah, so, you know, I was, you know, progressing, moving along, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't really feeling it. And I was like, man, I need, a, like, another name. I need another name. And it was funny because um, me and, like, my college friends, we had started this joke. And it was basically like chorizo funk. Like it was this idea, you know, it just kind of came to encompass like a lot of different things. So it was like, you know, because at the time I was listening to funk music, but then also getting like into like the Latin stuff. Right. So chorizo funk was kind of like a version of like, like funk, you know, like down South funk, but it like with a Latin, like a Mexican kind of feel. Yeah, but it. you were into hip hop though. Well, no, this was at the same time I was saying that I was like learning about the samples oh, okay, gotcha, and all gotcha, that gotcha, other gotcha, stuff. Gotcha, yeah, right. So it was just kind of like an idea. Right. So chorizo funk would be like, you know, a small little, you know, cantina, a little bar, like selling cheap breakfast tacos. And you could just, you know, like in, <laughs> That's in a good branding. you know, you like uh, in Laredo, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the desert and shit, you know, like it was just kind of like that kind of like concept. And we would just kind of joke about it and be like, oh, yeah, like some chorizo funk. Right. And then it, it, and then it just kind of became many things. And and so we would just kind of joke about it and. It could be that, or it could be like you just got, you know, some gas. You know what I mean? You're like, oh man, like you know, you I got eat, that you eat some water burger late at night, and it's just, you know, it doesn't get you right. You know, it hits you wrong. So you and call so that chorizo fuck? So at, we, yeah, because at the time we would just joke around. You know, just like it, it could be whatever. You know, like oh yeah, like someone got sick from eating water burger. Like oh, he's got chorizo funk. You know, like whatever. And uh, years kind of went you, by. You know I'm recording this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was like, man, I need a new name, right? And we had already kind of been doing that joke. And my wife was like, oh, like, how about Chorizo Funk? And I was like, nah, I just started laughing. I was like, there's no way. Because, I would, you know, like, we wouldn't take it seriously. And it's yeah. just like all that other stuff, right? And a little bit of time went by. And I started to think. I was like, man, that's actually is perfect. <laughs> because, you know, like, I... You know, obviously the hip hop, you know, the funk and all that stuff, but also a lot of, you know, the uh, Latin music, the cumbias and stuff that I was doing too, it just kind of represented, you know, like the Mexican culture and the funk part, which is, you know, like the B-boys and just, you know, like hip hop and everything. And it was like, oh, snap, like, yeah, chorizo funk, you know, and I started using it and obviously people, you know, there's a lot of folks that butcher it. It's funny, I usually get the 
reactions kind of go into certain categories when they hear it the first time. Uh-huh. They either laugh because they think it's, you know, I guess, I don't know what in their head, they what image they, they have in their head, but they laugh. Um, they get grossed out. Really? <laughs> They're like, oh, now it probably goes with that kind of first idea that we were talking about whenever, you know, you eat, you eat some Whataburger late at night and you're just like, oh, he's got chorizo funk. <laughs> So there's something in that. And so that's like a reaction that people get. You know, they're like, oh, that's nasty. Like, oh. And then uh, the other one is like some people get hungry. <laughs> Simply, actually, uh, before 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 recording the show, some of my friends, they asked me, so who's on the show tonight? And I went, oh, my friend, uh, Chorizo Funk. I didn't even say DJ. I just said, hey, my Chorizo Funk. And they go. That's gonna be an interesting one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, the thing. Fuck, like, what I, the I, hell is the chorizo funk? I'm like, just listen and find out what a chorizo funk is. And I mean, I'm even surprised. Like, I mean, there's obviously people that aren't in Texas, but people that even are in Texas, like, they don't even know what chorizo is. And I'm like, how could you live in Texas and not know? Are you know? serious? Yeah, you've gotten that. Yeah, and they're, they're just like they, they don't, you know. So that's you what I'm saying. You should call like, yourself brisket or something, brisket <laughs> disco, some shit like that. But we had to get that that, that Mexican side, like the that that. Angle so, on it, you know what I mean. So by that time, you already you had already embraced all the Latin, yeah, music, yeah, right, yeah. So what was what happened there? Like there was, uh, uh, so you started with the hip hop, went back with the funk, and then what made you want to get into the old uh, the Latin? Well, I mean, I remembered some of the stuff like from growing up, you know what I mean, and yeah. I just remembered, you know, like some of those, you know, like kind of you know, standard, like, well-known cumbia. So, like, you could think, like, a, a Boys to Men or whatever, like, Motown Philly, like, New Jack Swing, but think of that in terms of, like, you know, a cumbia, like, the equivalent to that. Yeah. And I remember that. And, I mean, those were, like, you know, fun, like, good time, party, like, music. Mm-hmm. And I was as as I was DJing and expanding my repertoire, it was like, oh, you know, that's party music, too. You know, like, that's, you know, I had a connection to it. And so then I started right. to kind of get into that. And so first it was like those songs. And then that kind of just naturally led to, you know, finding out from like the Colombian cumbias and just, you know, like me being just a huge music fan, I just kind of like opened up a wormhole and I just went in and was like, yeah, because that was a like lot. When what? Puerto Rican, like the salsa, like the Puerto Rican, like the Fania stuff and just, you know, just expand, expanded. Yeah. When I talked to Audio and he started listing all the different styles that yeah. you know as far as latin music goes i'm like i had no idea there was so many denominations so right. many different I mean, types it's crazy well, i mean it's like what 20 something different countries yeah, yeah that yeah. make up latin america or whatever so yeah i mean there's regional different yeah so there's just a lot of variety and so yeah i just started to you know just embrace it and just find stuff and you know, records also helped too, because like at the time, you know, digging through records was like a big way of finding music and finding out about music for me. Was it hard? Was it pretty accessible to it go was, to the record store and look yeah, up? Yeah, it was pretty. Well, no, nah, not really. I mean, in Austin, not so much at the time. Like it wasn't like the stuff that I was really looking for. I remember I took a trip uh, to California to LA, and I was able to, you know, I was looking through stuff, and they had like some cumbia records. And I was like, oh, like it was stuff I couldn't get, you know, I would never really find in Austin at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, like those definitely stuck stuck to me. And like hearing those records, it was like kind of opened up my eyes to that specific sound. Yeah. And then that just kind of like I just that was like on my radar now. You know what I mean? And so a lot of the like digging through records definitely kind of had that effect on me. It was like one, you know, trying to find stuff. But whenever you're digging through records, like 
you you know like if if i go online right now if i just look for music you know by google and it's like i want to hear you know i want to find a snoop dogg album or whatever yeah i'm going and i'm finding what i want and it's going to come out and as i have hits or whatever but when you're looking for records and you're at like these old record stores and you know thrift stores and all this other stuff you you don't even know what you're going to be exposed yeah, to you never know yeah and so that definitely like leaves the doors wide open in terms of like discovering new music and so that's how i was you know with that basically is that helped to get me into you know that style of that genre you know um yeah i forgot what i was gonna ask um so you oh yeah so you do you have a whole record collection of all yeah i got a lot of i got a lot of funk hip-hop Funk, hip hop, yeah. I, I've been I've been uh, slimming down my uh, early two thousands hip hop collection though. <laughs> what do you mean slimming down? Slimming Did you down. Give it away? It, no, I mean like you know, getting not giving it away, but you know, uh, getting it out of my ownership just because it just takes up a lot of space and a lot of those records to me just haven't aged well. You know what I mean? Like, give me an example. Like, um, get rid of your Ja Rule collection. I was never, I was never a Ja Rule fan. I was never ja- at that kidding, time. I hated Ja Rule because I was the underground head. So I'm, I was I'm like, kidding. I know. So I'm, I'm like um, the arsonist. The arsonist. Get rid of your arsonist record. I, I'm actually, yeah. I mean that style, that era. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. slimming it down, man. Because it, like, who, who plays that anymore? Yeah, it's true. I, you know, I, and then I, why? Look, you know, and to me, like, okay, like that stuff was cool, but it's I'm not like that. That doesn't stand the test of time, like to me, like wait. Yeah, so you're slimming down your records, your hip hop records. Uh, honestly, if all the people that that were around when you were just on the ground hip hop and you were playing that stuff came back, and then you dropped like I don't know, E Rule, or right. um, High and Mighty. Oh, High and Mighty is '90s. Um, High Mighty counts. I mean, yeah, that was raucous. Some, some, you know uh, I mean? Yeah, any any of any raucous. What you know thing. about King Size? I know King Size. What you know about Elder Sensei? Solo. The art, yes. Solo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'll show, <laughs> I'll show saying, you my collection dude. before. I mean, yeah, no, I know that you know about it, but I mean, think about it. Like, would you still want to have like a twelve-inch record? You know, like I have a couple MP3. hundred, a couple hundred of them, like in your room, taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you know, like for me, like I have more of a value on like some of the, like the the golden era stuff. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like soul and funk. You know, like to me, like those records are are more timeless to me. No, no, that's fine. You know, that's fine. But uh, but yeah, so like I'm getting rid of some of that stuff. But you know, 45s and all that kind of stuff is more the stuff that I'm into now. So what now that I mean, you started doing all vinyl stuff, right? Right. And now with Serato and all the digital shit. So did you rip all those things? I've been I've been ripping some stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, I've I would it would take a lifetime to you know rip everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I get some stuff here and there, and I mean I I I totally have embraced you know the digital you know MP3 thing. So I mean, man, I just for my, convenience. Well, I mean, yeah, for convenience and honestly, like, I mean, to me, it, it's it's another way to DJ as opposed to like a vinyl DJ. And so to me, it's like another way to like, you know, entertain people, another way to mix songs. Like there's a new possibilities that I can do because it's an MP3. And so to me, like I embrace that. So it, it makes right. for like, you know, some new things, new possibilities that I couldn't do without. So what do you enjoy, enjoy more? It, You know, um it's hard Come to say, on. man. I mean, it's it's cool. It's definitely cool to play records for people that love records. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But yeah. if I'm over there playing records for like people that don't care, like that that's no fun to me, you know? But okay. if I'm out there doing a 45 night and everyone's into 45s, like that's great. Like that feels great and it definitely feels different than, you know, like playing like at a club and doing, you know, more like, you know, newer music. Um, but that's a lot of fun too because there's just a lot of like possibilities with like the software and shit. So that's a lot of fun to me. Yeah, one thing I I think um one thing I noticed about you is that you've kind of, contrary to a lot of DJs, you've stayed out of the weekly circuit. What I mean by that is that a lot of DJs that, I, that I've met over the years, like they started off playing every Friday or every Saturday somewhere or every Thursday at on 6th Street. And then they moved to Warehouse and then West 6th and, and so on. But you were never really in that circuit at all was that by choice or was yeah that, it was by choice you really yeah. didn't want to fall into that yeah i mean i i remember uh yeah i didn't want to fall into it i had a little experience with it and i was not into the vibe of it i played at uh 219 west a couple of times like on a, on a weekend like on, yeah on the weekend like back when it was over there like by is that fourth street yeah on fourth like and fourth that, and Lavaca, that corner yeah. on that corner spot yeah yeah i played there a couple of times um in the beginning, and yeah, I was I was not into it, man. Was it the the crowd? Was it? It was a mix. A it was a mix of the crowd, like dealing with them, like man, like those people. I mean, you know, if, you know, it's a generalization, but That's they're fine. definitely like hard to please, mm -hmm. and they're drunk. And whenever you know you get people that have you know expectations of what they want, and you get them drunk, and like I had you know I had like people like I had a dude you know before like confront me like he was you know ready to fight if I didn't play like a certain song you know really yeah yeah I mean and I'm so not these, surprised no you know, I'm exact I mean come on yeah, yeah you know. I, know, I know I know I know but I know. like that's that's that common too. that's common in like in those clubs to me that's my perception that's that's what I think you know you got these people that have spending a lot of money at the bar they feel really entitled right and they're like you know i'm out and maybe their girlfriend wants to hear something or they want to hear something and they just feel like okay like if i tell you to play something you're going to play something you're and to box. me as a dj like that has nothing to do with what the way i think about djing you uh -huh. know and you know i mean for me you know i've been fortunate to you know build up my name and reputation or whatever and, and what i do and i've you know done well at you know staying yeah. busy with you know people wanting me to to do what i do not me to you know go and play for people that are spending a lot of money and are going to be assholes so do you feel like you have a like a target audience it's a lot there's a lot of different kind of pockets you know what i mean in terms of like target audience i right. mean because you know i mean i you know there's a lot of like the Latin stuff that I do is kind of like one thing. And then just kind of like, you know, the old school kind of like hip hop and soul mm -hmm. and funk thing. And then I also do like a lot of like B-boy, you know, kind of yeah, stuff. That's true, yeah, and then I, I get that. you get with the vinyl thing. And that's like another like, you know, group of folks. And, and those are just like a couple of like the kind of vibes. Right. And so yeah. some of those don't cross over. So some of the people that want Latin stuff, they don't necessarily like, you know, soul or funk or hip hop. Yeah. But and then. And so, yeah, like there is like a lot of different, you know, kind of you know circles that i'm i've tapped into yeah i've seen that it's just that um i think the common denominator between all those is that those are people who appreciate the music right and don't think of music as something that's just in the background while i'm getting drunk when i'm trying to holler at this girl you know like the clubs well which, yeah i mean for me like i want to you know appeal to people that want me to be in charge and me with 
do you say thing? my knowledge in music and, and my technical skills like as a DJ because it's something that I worked very ha- very hard at you know right. like I I don't like you know for me I feel like the the word DJing is one of the most overused words in entertainment. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah, he's DJing. And I'm like, no, he's just playing music. Like, Barry to me, Silton a DJ is... is a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that... And and that's why, you know, like, th- those are the people that I want to tap into that are like, I want to hear... They want to hear how I'm going to present, you know, this music, mm-hmm. you know, to them. And obviously, you know, being around, you know, dance floors and clubs and bars, like, I, I have an understanding of having a certain level of energy, you know, in the party, I'm not just going to go and go off in my own direction and be all about me. Right. But I'm going to use, you know, all of my skills and all of my expertise or whatever to help elevate that party. And I want people that are going to be down for that ride or that journey. So do you, do you feel like you have some kind of, uh, I mean, I know you have, like you said, you have those different circles, you, have, you know, the, the parties that are more geared towards, you know, Latin pe- uh, people enjoy Latin music. You have the underground hip hop. You have the funk. You have the the old school. You have the new jack swing and so on. And do you do you do you prepare for those? Like, if I, if I tell you, hey, you DJing this, like, I don't think I gave you any any uh, directions when you did the feedback party. All I said was, you know, do your thing. Just don't play anything new. Right. Some like like I, yeah, I it was really that. general. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and, and as long as the party goes, that's fine. But do you have like a certain format that or formula that you follow uh, when you're about to DJ a certain party? Uh, not not per se. I mean, like I will say, you kind of like for example, like the feedback party, like those kind of parties, and also like when I play at Volstead. Yeah, you know, there's it's really open format. Like there's a lot of different genres that you can kind of touch mm-hmm. touch on, and really. Those are like some of the things that I enjoy the most is just, you know, kind of just like keeping it wide open. Mm-hmm. And so it could be, you know, like some Jersey club, you know, which is like more like new club music with like some, you know, like 80s, you know, like Whitney Houston and then like some New Jack Swing and then, you know, like whatever. Then like some 50s like R&B, you know, like kind of thing. And it's all about like timing and it's all about like when you play stuff and how you mix this with that to kind of like have more of an impact on the listener and on the dancer and on the partier. Mm-hmm. So that's like the stuff that I definitely, you know, approach. Like I have that in my mind when I go into those and I just try and think of it like, so then I'm going to use that kind of like format with my knowledge of music to tailor something to this party. Because maybe right now it doesn't look like, you know, this 80s track is working so much. So let me go this other direction. I do that. Oh, snap. Like they're bugging out. That makes me think of this, or I'll mix it this way, this mm-hmm. other song, because it has this look like this section. You know, like I think of Eve songs that way is like they have certain sections and certain like breakdowns. And mm-hmm. like, oh, when I drop this kind of breakdown, when I got the energy like this, that'll work this way. And that opens me up to go, you know, to make like, a right yeah, and gotcha, make a left. Gotcha. And so that kind of stuff to me is like a lot, a lot of fun, man. Like just having an open format and me just, you know, feeling the vibe. Do you. Um, and I've I've asked this to a bunch of DJs. I mean, there was this fine line, again, between you know you playing what you feel is right and what the crowd expects. And I think that, um, and I've I've heard you play. I don't know how many times, but one thing I I, I do appreciate is that you're willing to introduce new stuff to people. All the time, if most of the time, at least. Like, how many times I come up to you and said, 
wait, what the hell was that? Oh, it's tuxedo. And like, I didn't know what the hell yeah, tuxedo was. Tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there is this, okay, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm up here. I'm in control of this party. Right. And, but I'm not here just to play stuff you already know. I want to educate you. I want to say, okay, well, you know, this song, well, what if I just played the original sample? And that might click in your head that, oh, I know what song sampled this. You know, is that something you're trying to do, like, consciously? Or is it just like, oh, you, you just, uh, you know, do you think and hope that, you know, at some point somebody learns something? No, I, it definitely is. And that's definitely, like, part of the the, the people that I want to reach out to and have them at the party, mm-hmm. you know? And those are the people that are going to get excited and get amped up and that that becomes contagious you know when people see other people having a good time they have a good time and that's why you know i can you know i mean yes i'm in control of the party you know i have you know the musical knowledge and the technical you know experience on the turntables or whatever right yeah but i also need the party people to you know respond to the music and 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 their response helps me and that gives me more freedom to, you know, to try new things. Right. And so a lot of the folks I feel, and that's why I appreciate a lot of the people. Cause I mean, you know, if you, if you follow me online or whatever, a lot of times, you know, each weekend I'm like, Oh, thanks to everyone that came out. And thanks to, you know, so, you know, the, the folks that were at the party, because I feel like they make the party. I could be doing the most amazing thing, you know, on the turntables, the mm-hmm. most technically amazing thing. But if it doesn't resonate with, a crowd, then I'm just going to be there by myself and I won't be back, you know, the next week or right. the next month. And so I definitely look out for those folks. And because I do want to play something new, I do want to play something different. I do want to throw in, you know, a curveball. And, you know, I definitely like think about that a lot and study how like things would work, you know, like the tuxedo track. Like I had, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to find, like, I knew, like, going into, you know, the first couple weeks that i heard that song yeah i was like okay this is gonna get in here somehow and yeah the time is right the time is right going out through the night it's like bam right here it'll work you know and then bam like i drop it and you know i gotta say luckily most of times you know it does work you know what i mean i went up to you i was like yeah like yeah i knew you'd like that (laughs) yeah i knew you'd like and i I mean i have that you know and now if i know certain people are in the crowd or you know like this you know like i've i'm thinking about that because you know just you know like you i appreciate how you are open to you know music and i notice a lot of those folks will come up to me and so when i know like certain folks from the crowd like i'm like oh man like this soca track you know it might just like he's gonna feel it or whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and that, that's what you know. One of the one of the many things that you know I enjoy about not being in that you know circle where you're just you know a jukebox playing for people mm-hmm. you know at their request and they don't really have any appreciation or maybe even an understanding of the potential of what the DJ can do for right. the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that kind of relationship they don't even. But I mean, I think um, as far as the how has been has been going on in Austin, uh, there's less and less um, clubs and bars that open where there's an actual dance floor. Right, I've exactly. Been, I've been noticing that. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and you're the kind of DJ, like, I mean, you keep referring it as a party and trying to resonate with people. And there's a, there's a sense of, you know, you're doing your thing. You're trying to, uh, uh, what did Rise Against Tom always say? 
get him to feel the energy. That was the big thing they said yeah. when I had him on the show. Uh, and that is your, if I were to define your crowd, it is that kind of crowd. It's not a bunch of people standing around right. and, and drinking. So, um, yeah, it sucks that there's not that many places anymore where... Yeah, I mean, man, like, I've, you know, I, I love Austin. Um, I think it's great. I definitely am, you know, I'm, I feel like I have uh, a realistic expectation of Austin and kind of, like, you know, understand, like, some of the, the, the pitfalls and some yeah. of the drawbacks of the city. And I definitely think that's one of them is there's not really dance clubs in town like dance club like dance culture like dance clubs like yeah i'm not talking about a monthly party you know what i mean i'm not talking about oh you're gonna go see peligrosa on third fridays i'm not talking about this i'm talking about a place that you know you can go to and dance and it has the right fit for that city austin is not on on that like the, the popular thing is go to bars yeah and just go and drink and there's going to be a dj playing songs for you to accompany you, you know, drinking, you know, the night away or whatever. And it's going to be stuff that you already know and everyone can sing along and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like that's really, you know, all the rainy is basically like that. Um, yeah. Like that, that's like the main vibe. And, I mean, West and that, that's the where the way. growth and, and West six too. Like that's where you see the growth. There's growth also on East, on the East side, like yeah. East sixth. But those are like, there's only like, I don't know what, like three or four places that someone could even possibly dance. Because they're all like really, you know, kind of really like tight. niche little bars that, you know, have, you know, like this 50-year-old like whiskey or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's more about just, you know, kind of drinking and having cocktails. Mm-hmm. And Austin is not really like popping in terms of like, let's let's have a dance party. Like, oh, yes, we're going to go and dance here. You know, like there is definitely like it's, there's yeah. a, I mean, there's a potential. I mean, can you there's imagine? There's a potential. Can yeah. you imagine if, 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 if uh, I don't know, like Stubbs. Or Parrish said, hey, you know, every week. We, I mean, because they have the room. They have the the vibe. People go there whenever there's a show. But um, if they had something like that, I think people people would appreciate it. And, and the thing is, it, it, it it's hard to conceive going somewhere, to me, where either there's no music you can't even conceive a party without music, first of all. I I, I can't. I, I mean, I don't want to... I, I hate talking to people. But just being somewhere, and it's just in the background, and people forget. Then you hear a song, you're like, really? Nobody nobody reacts to... Well, play Michael Jackson. I mean, to me, we, like, Michael is the best example. Or... And then and then all of a sudden, you hear... Uh, what's that song that everybody plays? That fancy bitch. Oh, uh, Iggy. Yeah, and then... Ah! And then, and then that's it. Yeah, it's it, like it, it the first, more minute. Yeah. first 45 seconds of that song. It's yeah. Like, ah, and then it fades. Done. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the only place I can think of that's like that on, on a regular basis as far as people dancing is Barbarella. Yeah. That may, that, that may be the only one. You can go there on a Tuesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They have a designated dance floor and people jam their asses off. Yeah. That's it. That's on a regular basis, like right. weekly basis. But other, I mean, I remember back, maybe Barcelona would count. Barcelona, right. But yeah. okay, but I'll say this, and this is like a, a difference, and is like there's a difference between going and dancing and going just to be like on that turn up and search for bass and drops. Yeah. Cause that's not the same energy as going about, and dancing at a party. You're talking about so EDM like or about EDM and trap. 
you uh-huh. know like uh, whenever you get like spots that are just like that like a trap night or an edm night it's more about the low end and about like you know these bills and drops and necessarily going and dancing and mm-hmm. vibing out to the party there's definitely like it, it to me that's not the same energy that i'm thinking of when i'm thinking of a dance party you know that's like what you're saying. That's to me what... trap or edm can fit you know what i mean within an open format and you know you play some trap or you know you do that and and like whatever right but whenever it's just like an edm night or like a trap night it's more about like either the bass yeah or you know just kind of like that you know that format you know and like how are you going to dance to like 70 bpm which is like halftime and for folks that don't really understand what that means it's just like you're just gonna you know kind of stand there and bounce and are you gonna bounce for four hours like there's no variety you know what i mean i I always tell people i've actually done the test um how long can you bump your fist in the air with the (laughs) same hand (laughs) <laughs> and i did the test i asked a friend i said i know you like edm stuff i've you know all power to you that's not my thing great right. uh i know it's big but people get paid millions just to go to festival and turn knobs on their mixer and play stuff they already produce whatever fine that's right. what they do but how long can you hop on one spot Right, with your with your fist in the air, <laughs> and I asked asked my friend, and she, I'm gonna tell you right now, put you and you're sitting. I'm not asking you to hop. I'm asking you to just do the fist bump with the same hand. Uh, thirty three seconds, <laughs> thirty three seconds, and then she had to switch. I'm like, no, you're not switching. You can't. This that's not how it works. So I mean, it, it's you know, it is a scene. It is blowing up. It is where the money is, I guess. But, um. I see. I see what you're saying. As far as okay, it's a dance party. It's it's. There's a difference between playing something because it's hot. It's a hot thing right now, and playing something because people. There's a connection there. There's a hey, I grew up on this song. Hey, this is the song that I don't know. I lost my virginity to whatever whatever it is that <laughs> resonates with you with that type of music. I think is a much closer relationship with the music. Than just something. Oh well, this is what everybody's playing. You see the difference. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, and I think. And I mean, I'm not against like new music or no, it's, not, not, it's something that has to be that you you know that you grew up with. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like when it's all like you know a trap night or whatever. Like it's just it's more about you know the bass than it is about a dance party. Yeah, that's and, and it's just like a different kind of like vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's definitely like more hot. You know, with a lot of folks. You know, you got a lot of people moving into Austin now. And, you know, like for me, in my opinion, with all the gentrification stuff that's going on across the country, you know, you go to San Francisco, you go to Oakland, you go to Brooklyn, like all these folks are moving in, you know, to these places that were more affordable and changing the culture and changing the vibe. And I feel like a lot of times, like those folks, these folks have money, but they have bad taste in music. (laughs) They lack like in the kind of soul department of just like, hey, like let's just you know, like down to earth, you know what I mean? Like, and if I'm wrong, please, I'll please, I beg you to please prove to me that I'm wrong. But any of these spots that you go to that are like new hot neighborhoods or whatever, yeah, the music, you know, is going to be whack. wagging. It's, it's wagging. Like they don't have, they don't have a lot of taste, man. <laughs> and that's what, you know, the demographics are changing in Austin. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, have you gone to other cities and you, and you see that kind of stuff? 
I'm talking about the dance party. Right. A mix. A mix. I mean, I've been to other cities and I see some of the stuff, you know, that's going on here that I'm not really, you know, into. But then I also go to other spots like Houston. Uh, I love playing out in Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just like every city. And, you know, there's different vibes of people that are into different things, right? Yeah. And Houston, by default, it's, you know, what, five, six times bigger than Austin. So there's going to be more people that would probably be into, like, what I'm into, right? Yeah. So... You know, you go over there and like they had there. There's a, a spot over there that I love. It's called the Flat, and that's actually uh, it's, it's a dance it's, club. It's it's a bar. It's it's definitely more of a bar lounge. Yeah, but it turns into like a dance club. It gets really popping. And the thing is, is like it's a DJ that kind of like runs, manages the place and curates the place. So mm-hmm. it's not just like a bar owner. You know what I mean? That's all about his sales. This dude is about what is the aesthetic? What is the vibe? What is the feeling we're going to have? And it's based on not just like, oh, okay, like the drinks or whatever. It's about the music. That's how I would run my, my, exactly. my joint if exactly. I had Exactly, exactly. And so you go there and he has, you know, a great variety of DJs, different styles, is different sounds. What's that? Is there room to move? Is it because lounges yeah. usually is a yeah, lot of furniture I mean, it, in a way? It, 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 when it gets packed, it gets really tight. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like a narrow, like uh, there's kind of like a like a like one section, and then there's kind of like a narrow spot, like where the bar is, and there's also like patio seating, you know, where people can sit outside and yeah. stuff. So you can kind of move around, you know. But I mean, just like to have like a spot where you know, like just such a variety of music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and just like a spot that's focused on being like that kind of spot like to me personally in austin there's not a lot of spots i'm like okay i want to go and kick it here because like that is just like has you know the vibe like there's parties that i would like to go to yeah but i'm not like okay like this venue you know like that's that's where i want to go and kick it or whatever oh so it's it's by event not necessarily venue it's like for me for me here in town to me I, I feel like it's like by event you know what i mean like because for us like we can go you know body rock is one of the parties i do yeah we'll talk we about go and, and do that at sahara lounge and i think that's one of the very few of only like dj nights you know what i mean yeah like you go to uh, peligrosa we do that at empire there's a variety of like different stuff but it's all like you know mostly you know you're gonna go and see like a a concert there or whatever it's yeah. not gonna be like okay you know, such and such a DJ is going to be there, you know, every Friday. Yeah. Like this kind of vibe. It's always changes because it's, it's a venue, like it's a concert venue, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, and I've said this before, uh, my thing is I go by music. When I go out, I don't really care for crowd. It could be five people. It could be 500 people. I don't care. Uh, so if I know so-and-so is playing somewhere and it's, and it's in an environment where they can actually do their own thing, I appreciate it 10 times more than just being somewhere and it's just one of those, well, he has to play for this type of crowd, which I don't want to say that music lovers because it's not true. It's just, that's not the type of vibe I'm into. Right. So uh, if that's why I follow, that's why I follow so many DJs and I don't, it's not, the venue doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. You know, I could be on I could be on Rainy and hear uh, Robert play. I know the people there. I mean, it's Rainy. It's a house party. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, and I'd be like, oh, Robert's playing, but I'm feeling what he's doing, you know. Or same way I can go. I go to W. I go to W often because people play the W between Gogo and Bird and uh, Crown and uh, Erica. I'm just like, the music is dope. I don't really care. I watch the crowd, but, you know, I'm here for the music. Yeah. And 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 I think that and I, and I and so I'll say what if 
the crowd match the music. That would be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. I mean, we had it before. And that's what I mean. And, that, and so, like, and that's what I feel like, you know, is, is changing. And, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. But, like, you know, if you ask my opinion, like, that, that's one thing that no, I'm, that's I'm saying. I'm just like, man. And, and that's why, you know, I'm, I feel fortunate to, you know, be involved in certain parties where it's like, you know, one, we bring the music and we bring the crowd that are going to be mm-hmm. turned on to what we're doing and what we're about. Well, I think maybe plush would would qualify too. I mean, you can go the plush on any right, yeah, any, any day, and there, there, any and, night, and, 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 and there needs. And I mean, my opinion needs to be more, you know, spots, you know, like plush, yeah, you know, exactly. like yeah, vinyl, yeah. like yeah. that's very few and far between. And I mean, they're definitely limited in size in terms of like capacity. Right, right, like, right. I can't do a body rock at you know those spots. No. I can't do a feedback party at those spots either. Exactly. You know, like there's as much as I love the people there and I've been supporting for years, I can't. can't There's not there's not, you know, three hundred plus capacity spots. I mean, they get really your options get really limited and then then you kinda you know, like we we need more of of that vibe. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if you're out there and you think about opening your own joint (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude, you you would it would be a hit because a lot of people are hungry for that. Seriously, a lot of people are. I mean, between all the people we know, exactly. the people who don't go out no more because they look for those things and they're right. not out there. And you're like, well, I'm you know, I, I can't necessarily plan to go to a Peligrosa or plan to go to a Body Rock or a Feedback Joint or a Austin Boogie Crew thing. But if I'm out on a random night, I want to make sure I find a spot where I'm I'm comfortable. You know, I I can still have a good time and listen to the stuff that I like, and be you know, I would be a dance party. Yeah, girls love to dance. They do. In case you didn't know, hey, girls love to dance. So if you're not into that, good luck. Anyway, uh, we've been talking for almost an hour, man, but it's not over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing, uh, yeah, and that goes back to what I said earlier. You're like the 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 go to guest DJ special guest DJ <laughs> again yeah. because you don't do anything on the regular so it's like oh it's it's Chicken George and, and Chody So Funk oh it's Austin <laughs> Boogie Crew and Chody So Funk oh New Jack Swing and Chody So Funk <laughs> and I'm like damn this is like you like the um what's it what's that dude's name the T Pain of DJs you just <laughs> <laughs> they just add Chorizo to this recipe and then uh, we'll make it a party because Chorizo is going to add, add Chorizo flavor. to the recipe. That's, yes. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to bring that funk. So, um, I mean, you're in Body Rock, uh, Peligrosa, Austin Boogie Crew, uh, Motown on Mondays. Am I missing anyone? Uh, B Boy City. Oh, that's right. Shit. Okay, B Boy City. City. Yeah. Anything else? Nah, that's yeah. Rocksteady crew. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So I had um, I had Key and Shaka on the show. Uh, well, they were one of my first guests earlier this year. Um, how did the, how did the whole body rock thing start? Because I don't think I, I listened to the show. I don't think I asked him that. Well, or- um, basically, like they had just moved to Austin, um, and there was a mutual friend, uh, Martin Perna. He's uh. He doesn't live in Austin anymore, but he was uh, a part of Ocote Soul Sounds, Antibalas, and other other bands. But um, I like how you pronounce all those names. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, introduced us, and so we were just at his house. They had just moved into town, and I met him, and you know, we, we hit it off. It was like, oh, cool, you know, they were coming here, 
you know, from the East Coast looking to do music and stuff. And, you mm-hmm. know, they were, it's a hip hop group and, you know, we were talking and everything. And uh, I went to go see one of their first, uh, when they, they first moved here, they were doing events at the Arun Center, which doesn't, uh, is not, not there off of, uh, on, on the East side anymore, but they were doing events there and I went to go check them out. And basically like I saw the energy and their vibe that they were doing. And it's I was all about like, energy with it. <laughs> it's all about energy and vibe. And yeah, man, like it just, I was like, if I was, if I was, you know, doing my thing on the turntables, mm-hmm. them on the mic, us vibing off each other. And then you throw the crowd into the mix. Like, I definitely saw potential there, you know? Yeah. And um, it wasn't that long after, you know, I kind of thought about that, that uh, actually uh, James Taylor, who now is uh, at uh, Holy Mountain, yeah, he was working at Plush, and he hit me up um, and was like, hey, you know, do you want to do a, a, a monthly or whatever? And um, I was like, let me think about it. And then it was second Wednesdays, you know, like who's going to be out on the second Wednesday? <laughs> But uh, who counts clicked. Wednesdays? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, count not that it can't pop off, nah, but, know, but it's just an uphill battle. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Wednesdays um, are hard to tell now. And uh, and so I thought about them, you know, and I was like, man, like, you know, and at that point, you know, I was a big fan of the do over, you know, which yeah is incorporates, you know, it's multiple guest DJs with you know hosts, and at that time, you know, like Aloe Black was like one of my favorite hosts. So I was just kind of like having that in my ear, and I was like, man, like we kind of could do something similar, but on our own kind of vibe, just kind of like that format of a DJ and host to get the energy of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I hit them up. I was like, hey, I want to do it. And they had just been in town. I mean, at that point, maybe like a month, month and a half. They were gung-ho. Yeah, like, yeah, let's do this. And so there it went. You know, we started. And it started off kind of slow a little bit, you know, like the first year or whatever. And then Second it started Wednesday. to grow. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, you know, we had enough of, you know, of a of a base. And then we moved to first Friday, you know, at the loft. And Yeah, I mean, that's what I think that's where I went that's for when, the first time. Okay. Yeah, the, at the loft. And then, uh, you know, it's just, you know, grown from there. It's just grown from there. And it's done, you know. Yeah, I mean, great. I... I um The way I describe it... Actually, you describe a body rock party... I did on the show. I did it with them, but I want you to describe it, and then I'll add. I'll add some. If a you were, body rock if, party, if, if you were to I mean, pitch, I never been there, and I want you to pitch a body rock party to me. A body rock party is, you know, the chance to imagine everybody just getting loose, having a good time, feeling good. You know, no, no, no fights, you know, like none of that. And just letting the music like just take you higher and higher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody is is involved, you know, like we are all part of, of the party. And it's it's not a good description. I'm not selling it. <laughs> I don't feel like it's yeah, convincing. It's horrible. It's yeah, horrible. I'm not, conv- I'm not, I'm not very convincing. <laughs> but yeah, man, like that's that, that's what was yours. Mine's pretty simple. It's uh, think of people of all walks of life. Uh, age range is pretty broad. Uh, from kids, I mean kids, when I say kids, 21 and up still. but uh, And, you know, all the folks, all generations, all coming together and really feeling the music. And, ev- again, everybody involved in it have uh, MCs, Host slash or MCs really um, engage the crowd 
you know, from Soul Train Lines to, I don't know, for a while you guys were doing uh, People Singing Along or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically, it's it's a kind of, did you ever watch those movies when they have those house parties and everybody's dancing? Yeah. And it's like, like the shit, best I wish time I, of their life. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. it's a house party. And you think, how come I never, I've never been to one of those? Right. It's just like that. Yeah. On a bigger level. Right. With everybody into it. It's And the thing I tell, the way I usually tell people is that, not only that, is everybody's in it. Everybody's into it. Everybody's jamming. And it's a workout, too. Shit. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, also, man. when you guys do tributes, I was telling my friend, like, hey, there was the Erica Badu one. There was the Prince one. There was the Michael Jackson one every uh, every year in August. There's uh, You guys did Outkast and Stevie Wonder. And, and they're all like, are you fucking serious? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean seriously I mean what, 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 who else does that that's what I'm saying that is nobody else does those things you know I remember when Petty Grossa used to do like the Versus series that was Knuckle Rumbler Prince Classen and uh, Orion yeah I, I wasn't Petty Grossa but they did like the Wonder Tang they did one one time with right. Wonder and Wu-Tang so I mean but the fact that you like well you know I'm a, you're a fan of those artists and you want to go to a party that celebrates them and it's not just you. It's it's bunch of people yeah. from all over the, all over fans. town. They're huge fans. Exactly. I'll come together, dance, sing, sing along, sing along, yeah. and have a good time. Yeah. And it's all in. It's all positive energy. Right. I, I to, mean that, that that's that's what's really that amazing. was a long pitch, when, but yeah, no. But like going like to the tribute thing. One of the great things is, you know, like each one of the different tributes has its own different energy. Yeah. And there's people there, you know, like you said, that go there and love, you know, that style of music. So, like, for example, one of the ones that was, like, stands out to me is uh, the Prince one. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, on a whim that we did the Prince one. Like, yeah. the very first ones. Because uh, last year was the first one we did. I think, you know, I like to have, like, a certain schedule of, like, when I have, you know, the next party announced and everything. Yeah. And it was coming up, you know, soon. And I was like, oh, man, like, you know, what are we going to do? And, you know, I just looked at something on the internet. And then I was like, oh, like, Prince's birthday is coming up. And I was like, let's, you know, let, let's let's do this. Like, let's, how, what if we did a, a Prince, you know, tribute, a bir- birthday tribute? Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And we didn't necessarily have, like, the biggest expectations. Like, we weren't like, oh, this is going to be, like, crazy, you know, like, because we've never done it before. Yeah. And the energy, man, is just so, like, imagine Prince. All the Prince freaks, you know, <laughs> like, out there on the dance floor grinding slow. Because Prince's music typically is a lot slower than, like, Michael's. Like yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, like, Prince fans and there's Michael fans. Yeah, I remember. I was and, Michael. Yeah. And the whole energy of Prince, man, is just, like, on some other stuff. And it was just, like, hot and sweaty because this was in June. And then last summer, it was hotter than this past summer. Yeah. Crazy hot in there. And just everyone grinding on each other, like, at, like, a kind of, like, mid-tempo for an hour <laughs> and everyone's like happy and content as can be singing along and just totally like getting into that vibe that is prince yeah and just rolling rolling with it not necessarily like okay i'm gonna play 100 Prince songs in 10 minutes yeah it's not no nah, we're gonna just ride out to prince and we're gonna get in, in this vibe you know and the same with like the badu one the badu one had its own energy mm-hmm. like that was a crazy crazy night um and it just because, yeah, like, you know, artists like that, they have, you know, that mystique to them, that draw to them. And you get all that. And then, you know, 
I try to come with it in terms of like trying to find fresh ways, new ways to present their music to, you know, like one thing I say a lot is to present the music in a way to elevate, you know, the energy even more, you know, mm -hmm. timing when to drop this song, when to drop that song that leads into this or whatever. You get all that mixed together and man, it's just, it's. I mean, to me, to <laughs> me, like, okay. I remember like when I first started going to Plush and towards the end of the night, they would turn off the lights. Close the doors. Close the doors. Past 2 a.m. Yeah, past 2 a.m. And then they start playing some 90s shit that I grew up on. Right. And all of a sudden, everybody started rapping along. Right. Or singing along. And I'm like, this is dope because you're at a place where you can actually connect with a bunch of people who love the same music you do. Yeah. So I haven't seen that happen uh, until I went to a body rock joint. Where? Well, and the feedback, of course, but yeah. I don't count that. So you go to a body rock joint, and also, I mean, you could just turn the volume down, and people will stop singing. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we do that. Yeah, yeah, because, um, yeah, exactly, man. So <laughs> if, if you ever been to, if you ever been a part, and then it's not even like nobody's going, oh, uh, well, I don't want, I can't dance or I can't sing. It's like, no, 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 you're, you're in it. You want to be part of it. Yeah, it's like you, you, you would feel awkward standing around. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> The only way you can get away if you go on the patio. Well, other than that, if you're in that main room, it's weird just you standing around because you know everybody around you is moving. Or or you might get called out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I, and I, they and might I be like, "What are you doing with that hot ass sweater on in the club? <laughs> <laughs> Too cool." And then you know, like in it, and you know, Shaka and Key, you know, they're, they're just such great hosts that they they do it in such a way where it's just like, oh, you know, like you're like, yeah, you got me, and you are you can't do nothing but just smile and exactly, you know, and just have a good time. It's not like you know, it's you're at the at um. At uh, Kings of Comedy, yeah, <laughs> they're right? like clowning on you. It's like, oh yeah, you know, and everyone laughs, and it, and it makes sense. Like, how are you gonna go to a dance party and you got like a jacket on? <laughs> but uh, and and ladies, just in a as a rule of thumb, don't bring high heels because you're gonna hurt because you're yeah, dancing. It's gonna be painful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you're gonna, gonna, gonna dance. You're, you're gonna, gonna dance. dance. Bring your dancing you're shoes, dance, please. And uh, like like I said before, I walked out of there and took my shirt off and then just wrung it out. <laughs> was, it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy um let's see so then Billy Grossa you were inducted what last year was it last year already? nah what, two years ago? it will be uh wasn't it in December two years this coming December oh okay so it was yeah. in December you got inducted right yeah, yeah, yeah right so was it like okay you're you've embraced the whole Latin stuff you're a DJ, you got your crowd, you got your folks. You already had body rock going on. Uh, and they're like, hey, come on in, join the Wu-Tang Clan of DJs. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, like, leading up to, like, before that, you know, I felt like, you know, Peligrosa was blowing up. Yeah, of course. Killing it. And um, and me, I was, at that point, I mean, I, I, in the, in, you know, when they were kind of starting, I was starting to do, like, more, you know, Latin stuff. And people recognized, you know, started to recognize my name. And a lot of people thought that I was in Peligrosa from the beginning. You know, just really? like an association. Yeah, I was like, oh, Peligrosa, you know, Orion, you know, Manolo Black or whatever, Hobo D, Chorizo Funk. It just all would kind of mix with people. And then I would have, like, booking. People would holler at me about booking. And they're like, oh, we want Peligrosa to play. And I was like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> or I would get people that would, you know, want, you know, get me. And they would be like, oh, yeah, you know, so how's, you know, tell me about Peligrosa. And I'm like, I'm not in it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, they would get, 
you know, some of those same questions that people would ask, like, oh, yeah, chorizo funk or whatever. But his name's chorizo. How come it's not in Pretty Gross? That does not make sense. It's, it's in the name. Chorizo. And so, I mean, uh, I remember, like, the first gig that, that uh, we did, someone booked us together. Um, Again, the guest, and, the guest DJ, special yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, like, honestly, I think that was, like, the first time that I met Orion, honestly, like, at that gig, you really? know. And then, you know, just organically, we just kind of, like, kept you know kept tabs on each other and then you know they invited me out to, to do the peligrosa when it was at creekside like for that yeah. was like my first time like doing a guest set there or whatever more things started to come up the circle started to get smaller you know what i mean like more people would ask me about them and more people would ask them about me and you know eventually like it was like yeah man it was just a natural yeah. progression Makes you sense. know and uh and yeah so that, that's that's crew you know that's that's so, family I think what they got going on and it is very unique in the sense that one you you have I don't know how many DJs taking turns. Right. Was that hard for you <laughs> to just get into that? Because I mean I know you yeah. you know how to do two by four. Right. Yeah. No, but, it was hard at first. Yeah. So it, it was hard to not be in control. Uh huh. You know, because <laughs> most of the time you know I had always been like you know a solo act to say like yeah. it was me like doing whatever. And so, yeah, I like to go and play and then being like, oh, man, like, I think this would really work right now, but it's not my turn. <laughs> so y'all just like what? You draw straws or something and see who goes first and you just rotate? Or? Yeah, we, we just we rotate. I mean, each night, you know, it's it's a little bit different, you know, the way it works. And it, it just kind of like depends on, you know. Yeah, but it it, it is it, it is different in the sense that, okay, well, you're following Manny or you're following uh, Manolo or you're following Orion. And so you have to pick up on what they did before and add right. your own taste. Or own sometimes, or sometimes taking into consideration like the territory they covered already, and it's like, okay, let's do something else now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that kind of works together. That's got to be nerve wracking. Not anymore. You know, like to me, I don't really get nervous with it anymore. Like with that, because I'm just like, you know, like let's go, let's do this, like yeah. let's do it right now. But I mean, but you, you, you guys sometimes play at the same time. Like I've. Yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, like, there are times, you know, where we mix off each other or it's like, you know, he might have, like, Orion might be playing something and I'm like, oh, man, like, I got something for that, yeah. you know, or sometimes he's playing something I think of something and I start trying to go in on it and he's like, no, like, hold up, like, I'm I, I'm thinking a couple steps ahead yeah. and let me finish, you know, these next couple steps, you know, so it, it just, it, it always varies, you know. Yeah, it's a very uh, organic uh, little... It, it is machine you got yeah. going on there because it's like I don't know how. Well, there, there, there's a method to the madness, is what I'm saying. It looks like a bunch of dudes behind decks just going one out, you know, one after the next. But there's actually somewhat of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a formula, but um, some kind of like synchronization going when you all know okay who's doing what and yeah. paying attention. Right. Making sure, like you said, that you don't. Yeah, and then the I mean, we, we know. Yeah, exactly. It's very organic. Yes, what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, you know, like certain folks have like their certain specialties or whatever, and yeah, taking into consideration, you know, what's been played already, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, pretty gross how they're doing it, man. Yeah. All right, next on your list of uh, <laughs> Dawson Booger Crew. Okay, so now that's to me, like I really, I really respect those guys. The, yeah, the Dannys. Um. Dan Bone, uh, Spence, what up? Yeah, because uh, for a long time I was looking for something like that because I was, get, I mean, you know what I mean? I listen to We Funk all the time and uh, and I'm like, 
who in here actually plays old school stuff, like straight, like funk and stuff I don't even know, you know? And then I found out about them. I think it was through uh, Chicken George. And uh, so how did that happen? You were a guest DJ one day and then it said, come Man, on in. You know, like, um, honestly, I don't remember. Well, I, I think I met Dan Bone like at Loft 718. Uh, Spence, I think I met him when he was working at a record store, Breakaway. Rec- no, I'm sorry. Um, was it Breakaway? No. It was Backspin, Backspin Records. Okay. Uh, but, man, it just happened organically as well, you know? Like, just like, hey, like, what up? And then eventually, like, spending more time together, listening to records together, you know, like, barbecuing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there was just a progression. And then they, they when they hit me up, like, hey, like, we want to, you know, see if you're down to be in the Boogie Crew. I'm like, yeah, like, I already basically am. Like, it'll just be, like, official, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I, like, we... It, it just got to that point, you know, where we were just like kicking it. And it was just like that, that, you know, love of that style of music and DJing and records. And yeah, it just happened, man. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. It is. It, you like the T-Pain. Seriously. <laughs> or the A-Con. Yeah. When it's Jody sort of to come in here and, and, and join in and be a guest and then he'll, he'll be part of the family. <laughs> yeah man i mean because you know we just see you know eye to eye on stuff like no, I mean, when they, cool. they came out and did when i heard them doing their thing i was like oh snap you know like mm-hmm. that genre music like i had you know already you know been about and loved it or whatever and i saw what they were doing and they took it like beyond you know what i know of it you know so like yes. i learned a lot from them because like yeah. they are really really about like you know, dedicating and finding, you know, this record and that record. They dig. They dig, They're you know. Really and so, like, I learned stuff from them. Um, and me, I'm, I'm really spread out, like, all over the place, like, so many places. Um, it's hard for me to, you know, just zone in and be, like, the, you know, expert on whatever genre or whatever, right? So whenever, you know, I, I love to learn from them, you know. Yeah. Like, the same with Peligrosa. Like, they put me on. It's a whole bunch of different kinds of music. You know? So yeah, it gotta be hard for you to and keep so for up me, with it's all great. This. Yeah, it, it, it's it's overwhelming sometimes in terms of just like the amount of music, you know. But uh, but I mean, so, it's it's a beautiful struggle. So now what? <laughs> are you gonna get into dance hall and then join another crew? <laughs> I would love to, man. We're, we're, come on, come on. I would love to, man. Love dance hall. <laughs> man, shit. Man, that's that's a whole other thing you want. Right? Like, exactly. Really. Exactly. But you yeah, want, man. I mean, I, I just you know all that kind of stuff, man. I I. I love the music and uh you know you find whenever you know you get into those niches or that style like you know people you know just got the love for it and they want to you know spread, yeah, I mean, spread I, the gospel of whatever it may be and and it's it's all on the it's all about the party man all about having a good time i mean i always say there's there's something for everybody in austin just a matter of yeah. finding it yeah that's all there is yeah uh so, and the motana monday thing is that you're still part of that or is this done? I mean, it's Motown on Mondays. That's definitely fam. Uh, in terms of Motown on Mondays here in Austin, uh, it's not happening, you okay. know, here okay. in town. Um, it would be great if it if it was going on here. I would love to, you know, be on it. I feel like, you know, Austin was, was an uphill kind of battle, you know what I mean, here yeah. in town. And, um, you know, it, uh, it, just didn't, it just didn't really, you know, pop off to its fullest potential you yeah know, so that's cool but uh maybe you know maybe in the future at the right place the right 
the right everything, you know. Are you, are you looking off. at me or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're interviewing me, man. I'm yeah, yeah. At you. <laughs> no, I thought, okay, uh, back we need to bring back one time on Mondays. <laughs> we, we we need that. Uh, we need the feedback to bring back. Look, I, I don't I don't I don't promote anything <laughs> whack. So if I put my name on it, trust me, it's dope. That's that's my rule. That's my. But rule. yeah, I mean, I've uh, I've got to play at uh, I think yeah, I played in L.A. Uh, the most on Monday party there. Like before, it was even in Austin. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm actually gonna play there in a couple of weeks uh, in L.A. Uh, and out there, like it's you know, it, it's really like popular. So like, they what? had like Prince Paul was there like oh, a couple shit. weeks ago, like crazy. Like Damn, we I need think that I'm here. sure like Rich Medina has played over there. Uh, DJ Spinner has played Motown on uh, Mondays in L.A. Like uh, Expo, Expo has got it, and then his the whole crew that he's working with, like it's it's cracking out there. We need that back here, man. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. Somebody opened a nice little joint somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, we need it. And have it somewhere, you know, that Austinites would hang out, you know, because Austinites are really finicky, man. They're really picky. Oh, I know. Like, they, they don't know. Like, oh, I don't go to, like, that other side of the street. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, you understand... Like, cause I go to other cities and I see like people have to drive like 10, 15 miles, you know what I mean? To go yeah. from one spot to the next and everything in Austin is relatively close and it's really not that hard to get around. No. Uh, if, if you're, you know, parking is not as big of a deal as other people. Like, I mean, go to San Francisco and it's like, you know, 30, $40 to park here. It Shit, costs, go to Dallas. It's already 10, 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, here public parking costs $3 for a night. Yeah, it's a dollar an hour. But yeah, I mean, you know, Austin, you know, we we gotta we gotta get them out of that. You know, uh, you know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We gotta get them out of that, man. You gotta, you know, open up your mind a little bit. Just don't, you know, because we're spoiled. You know, no, that's it, the thing. It's is true. We're spoiled. I, I, I always say that people don't know how good they have it. Yeah, yet. they really don't. And, that, and when you don't know how good you have it, you take you take it for granted. Yep. And uh, next thing you know, it's gone. And, and you're next like, thing oh, you know, shit. it's gone. That happened. And next thing you know, you're surrounded by people that got horrible taste. <laughs> Or they got money, and yep. you're just ready to leave before you, you know, have I your say first drink. Follow, follow the music, not the just music. the mo- the money and what's hot. Yes, and you'll find out a whole different world, universe of of uh, b- good folks and different circles, different backgrounds. You'd be surprised. Be yeah. surprised. I got to meet a lot of you know great people just about going around. So okay, well, I don't always go to this place. Let me check it out. And I found out, hey, this is, you know, they play, you know, funk over here. Right. And I always tell people, I said, what's the last time you danced to funk? What's the last time that you went to a dance hall party? What's the, what's the last time you went to you went to a joint that, and they played uh, Outcast for an hour and a half? Right. And they can't answer, oh, well, I usually, <laughs> go, to, I usually go to Dogwood. And I'm like, well, shit. Take I a mean, chance. I mean, you know, break, break out a little bit. Take you know a chance. I mean? Take, Take a, chance, a chance. You seriously. know, like, hell yeah, man. Cool. All right, we've been talking for an hour twenty. Let's get into a little game. Okay. You follow the news or no? Yeah. Uh, you know, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you about to test me, I'm about not, to quiz me. I, I'm not. I'm but, not uh, gonna. I'm, I, I'm up for the challenge. I don't have an ice bucket. <laughs> water. <laughs> I, I don't have that to pour over your head. I'm not gonna do that. But if you if I nominate your ass, you better do it. Uh, I'm supposed to be nominating me yet, but I don't want to do it. I'll just donate. Um, what was gonna say? Yes, uh, you know, uh, Rick Perry got indicted, right? Right. Okay. Correct. Uh, do you know? Uh, it was about who? Why did he get indicted? It was about the Travis County District Attorney. Uh, what's her name? I don't know her name. 
but I know what she did that what, got her in trouble. Yeah, what'd she do? Uh, she was too turnt when she was driving. She had a DWI and yeah. was like fighting the cops. And there's like video of her like in the station, like yeah, crazy. You know who I am? She yeah, was we like know, swerving. And the report was someone was like, oh, there's like Mercedes or Lexus like swerving. They stopped her. And this is a district attorney, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's totally gone. Totally gone. But yeah, so yeah, they kind of had a war, a beef back and forth. He denied funding and... Oh, you do follow. I don't yeah, have to ask anything. Bit. I was like, okay, good. Good for you, man. <laughs> so that's the indictment. But it doesn't really mean anything yet. You know, an no, indictment is an indictment. No, and he, hopefully, he checked in today. He turned himself in turned, today. Right. But he, you know, it could it could be just partisan politics and people be like, oh, no, if you love Rick Perry, you still love him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's enough people that love him that he's the governor no, for no, no, 30 shit. years. <laughs> and I don't think they're going to care about, you know, this because everyone, they're all like, oh, Tex Travis County is just like the crazy Democrats. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, he, so they're just, he said he was gonna, he wasn't going to run again. So the only thing he can well for uh, for the president, that's his next. That's what he's got his eyes on. So oh, hopefully great. It's going to be great comedy for, <laughs> in 2016. I mean, there's no way he will win a president because he's such no an idiot. Shit. But George Bush somehow was a president twice. But I can't yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, underestimate people really. Exactly, uh, I've been I've been shocked. Twice. I, exactly. Anyway, so okay, good, you pass. Uh, <laughs> next question uh, Name the bar I'm sure you're going to get this I don't know why I put that in there But uh, It's a restaurant by day Dance club by nights on weekends And people learn how to dance there If I say the type of music You're going to get it right away Is this the salsa spot? Is there like a You're talking about the salsa club? Is it What's Gloria? It? Yeah La Gloria? Yeah, Gloria's Yeah, You ever okay. been? No, I've never been. I heard about it, but I've never been. It, dude, it is. I was there uh, a couple of weeks ago uh -huh. for the first time. And I know the guy who runs it. He'll be on the show uh, in a few weeks, actually. Okay. And it's like um, the place is huge. It's the one downtown, the one on the corner of Six and Navaca across from uh, Belmont. Okay. And uh, the thing I really liked about it is that, one, people are dressed up. I mean, you go yeah, dance salsa. Austin doesn't know how to dress up. Yeah, that, we had a whole show about <laughs> that. I think I think I we'll talk about it again. But yeah, I mean, there were girls with just like all decked out dudes, you know, slacks, nice shirt, open, show the chest hair, whatever. Yeah, the fuck. yeah, show a little little something. Yeah, and then everybody in there was jamming, and they had, nice. they had a full band, and there's a video DJ that plays in between uh, breaks. Okay, but uh, I was impressed, man. Yeah, I mean the. Everybody's jamming. Everybody's Did, were dancing. you were you also dancing, or were you just kind of just yeah, watching I, everything? No, what? I had to. I okay. had to. I mean, there, there were guys that were walking around like, "Hi, my name is Fernando." I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Turn that shit off. <laughs> Talking to my friend like, "Hi, I'm Armando. Do you like to dance?" <laughs> wow, you man. actually exist. I mean, like, so I don't know. I, I'd I'd be curious to check it out. No, um, I mean, it's on a. Every Friday, Saturday, and cool. they, they teach early in the evening too. Uh, but they do it all. Like I mean, trying to name them, they do bachata, they do merengue, they do salsa, they do uh, cumbia actually too. They do some really. They too. do cumbia there. Yeah, I think I heard some. Oh, crazy. I think I heard some. Yeah, okay. I did. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty dope spot. Pretty nice. dope spot. Nice. So again, I'll have. So that's that's where you'll be this this coming uh, Friday. Uh no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying I've been there. It's dope, but I'll I'll, I'll definitely go back because it, it's just nice to me. 
I have more fun being at a place where everybody moves than a place where everybody just standing around and talk about work and hey, do you know Mike and hey, right, you like right. to drink? Hey, what's your major? <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it, it's it's it, to me, it, it almost feels awkward because you're like, what the hell could I talk about? Yeah. For one. And two, this music playing, and I've that you're trying to speak over. Yes, and when people talk to me in my ear, it tickles my side. <laughs> you never, you don't have that. No, it just hurts my ear. No, it just it tickles. <laughs> you, if you talk to me in my ear, it tickles. It tickles me in my side. I'm like, no, and 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 between hearing you talk about your whatever you talk about and Work the song playing, yeah, I just I sometimes just tune out and just. I'm like, look, uh, you know, I got nothing. Maybe we can exchange real quick, talk real quick. If the song's whack, but the song, as how many times have I walked away from a conversation because because the song came up that I like, like I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take yeah, off. you so, go and dance. Yeah. So I, and no, he, I feel you, and, and I appreciate that. As and a DJ, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you guys are doing your work. I'm not, you know, I support you guys. So yeah, and and any environment that I'm in, and I see that. And, yeah, and it's, it's contagious. You you like, yeah, I want to be part of that. It. Yeah. So that's that's another one that I I cool. knew about, but it took me a while to get into it, and uh, I really I really liked it. So yeah, Gloria's Friday Saturdays. Um, if there's a place that you'd recommend besides the Body Rocks and Pigos, what uh, where would you recommend people to go? Like, well, where could people find you on the on your night off? Oh, like where I would kick it? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Aha. <laughs> that's why I ask. That is why I ask. Um, Damn, really? I'll kick it at Volstead. I like the I like the the music at Volstead. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Like it's in terms of just you know the open format um, and just like a variety of you know different stuff like. The crowd there is, is pretty, like, eclectic. Like, I like, you know, like, that kind of vibe. I, I, there's not, you know, like, kind of like you. Like, I want to be somewhere and everyone's just, like, talking about work. And you can tell that everyone's just, you know, talking about work and just kind of standing around and yeah and that kind of thing. You know, like, I don't really, like, dig that, you know? I mean, I mean, it, yeah. it can be fine sometimes when you just don't feel like it, when you're right. tired. Like that, that, it has its place. Right. But, but, I but, mean, like, it, but for, I'm going to go somewhere else for that. Like, if I'm going to do that, then I'm going to go somewhere, like, for me, like, Black Star Co-op, which is, like, a bar. It's basically, like, a brewery. And, you know, I I love, I'm a big beer, you know, micro brew, mm-hmm. you know, lover or whatever. So, like, they got crazy amounts of, you know, chocolate covered you Where's know that? like uh it's uh on airport boulevard in lamar in by that station by the metro rail station yeah in that little shopping center it's a pretty new shopping center what's it called it's called black star co-op oh good to know yeah and that on my there's map. uh you know we're on on the beer uh there's uh the drat house which is on medical arts which is over there like off of like 40th it's like a little local pub that's been around forever uh-huh. um like a kind of german kind of vibe or whatever to it but yeah i mean like i'll, I'll be if i'm gonna just be kicking it and chilling i'll be somewhere drinking beer uh-huh. i won't be probably like downtown like drinking beer with loud music playing when i'm trying to talk to somebody yeah good point <laughs> no good point totally valid totally valid all right i think uh yeah an hour 30 uh where can people find you? Shout outs, plugs. Uh, yeah, I mean, social online, media, all of yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you know. I have all Jody the links, so, but Jody go ahead. So Funk, just type it in Google and it'll come up whether you're looking for Instagram, 
SoundCloud. I got a lot of mixes on SoundCloud. Yes, the chorizo chunks for good. I like that. I got a lot of music on SoundCloud. Um, more coming too, like a lot of different stuff. So you know, like I was talking about, you know, the Latin stuff or the funk or the vinyl or whatever. Like more of that. Uh, Facebook, you know, do that. Twitter, you know, Tumblr, you know, have have all that kind of stuff. So if you know you want to see what the vibe is about, check out some music. I'm on there. So there's also djchorizofunk.com, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the homepage, you know, for bookings and all that kind of stuff. You can you can reach me on there. Let me ask you, do you roll the R's or you don't? Because you haven't been rolling the R to Chorizo. Nah. You don't? I nah. thought you did. Well, I don't. Why if you don't, then people shouldn't. <laughs> that's the rule. What is the rule? The rule is, no, I mean, no, you don't roll. The, I mean, it's just... Like it's it's not like you know chorizo exactly like nah like <laughs> no because Orion told out, me when I, when I say Orion he told me like people say Orion I'm like it's Orion you have to roll the R so right well but well, when you say roll the R's people think it's like the double R oh well whenever no. you do that you just like chorizo exactly no, no, like I'm nah, not saying that exactly saying, chorizo yeah chorizo okay good yeah you got it man I know I've known you five hundred <laughs> years now I better get it <laughs> cool um anything com- and coming up uh, yes. So um, Most of Friday, this, um, yeah. Friday, I'm doing a boat party. Uh, it's gonna be me and DJ Manny. We're playing along with a band, uh, Cilantro Boombox. Uh-huh. Uh, Cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna begin down with them. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, I've been posting it on my on my networks and all that stuff. But yeah, you know, free or you pay and then you get drinks and food and all that included. And the band and you know ourselves will play. It's gonna be on um, Town Lake. Yeah. And uh, Saturday, we have uh, a big, uh, our big night at Body Rock. We're doing the fourth annual MJ B-Day bash tribute party. Get yes. down. Good time. Um, at Spider House Ballroom, $5 cover, yeah. 9.30 to 1.30 a.m. Um, and coming up. To 1.30? Uh, you end at 1.30? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start a little bit earlier and then end a little bit, a little bit earlier. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it might go, you know, a little past one thirty, but we'll see. Dude, if I'm there, you better play till two. <laughs> I ain't leave. I ain't leaving till uh, you play some songs. Hey, if back said we gotta go to two. We gotta go to two. Thank you. <laughs> back um, said. coming up soon. Uh, there'll be. Uh, I'll be playing at Pecan Street Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's um, coming up again. Yeah. The, I'm twice a year now. For... Yeah, basically this end of September. Oh, cool. But yeah, playing you, there. You or just Pegrosa or just you? Uh, on there will be a, a peligrosa is like on the bill for Saturday, and then it's chorizo funk and friends on Sunday. Oh, so it's gonna be me and some friends. Oh, it's not guest spot now. <laughs> you're the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, there, there's a lot of like stuff. Uh, oh, uh, the Weird City Hip Hop Festival is coming to Austin. Uh, yes. Y'all should you know definitely check that out. It's gonna be the first hip hop festival uh, from what I understand. Multiple, you know, hip hop acts and it's a good Body Rock man. is going to be playing. We're going to be doing a show with Dame Funk. Yes. So that's highly recommended. Wait, is that the one you, with Fairmont and Jean Grey? They're going to be, yeah, that's all going to be at Empire. So we're going to be, I think, on the inside stage with Dame Funk on the inside stage. And I think Fairmont and Jean Grey are going to be on that uh, garage stage. Yeah. But basically, like the whole place will be, Dope. you know, crazy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's you know things coming up. I'm gonna be in San Antonio next uh, Friday with JJ Lopez. Yes, I know JJ. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just hit me up online. Like I I post that stuff. Um, stay tuned. Cool. 
All right, let's see what's happening this week. Uh, Thursday is the two-year anniversary of Bungalow on Rainy Street. Uh, so big celebration. They're going to have more, uh, what's that band, more cowbell, DJ Dick Nixon on the turntables, bunch of drink specials, uh, no cover, just show up, show some love. These guys are putting down the stuff. I don't go to Rainy often, but when I do, I always stop by Bungalow because the staff is great. You know, shout out to Daisha, shout out to Paul, shout out to Ashley, Jason, all those guys. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's uh, Thursday, eight thirty. Then if you're on the where in the warehouse side of town, uh, Four Jacks playing at uh, Lanai. That's Mark Denham, Jamon, Blendy, and Kadabra. So they play house, but funky house, not that house that's the door slamming house or techno whatever you want to call it anyway that's tough you can really get down to people go there and dance it's, nice. it's also one of those things hell yeah uh so that's at lanai uh thursday uh friday if you want some underground hip-hop uh substantial will be here from q and five music uh oh, you shit. know substantial right yeah the names really Dude. i can't think of a of a track is he like north carolina like uh, kind of like Q crisis and, and like all those kind of like all it's that camp. uh like pack fm okay. and tone deaf and okay. all those guys okay. oh okay yeah. kind of linguist Con- yes kind of linguist yes is that the right did i say that right yeah, kind of linguist. yeah that's it it's kind of linguist <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, lo- I, I, I love you some kind of linguist and the other one <laughs> anyway uh so that's a friday uh at flamingo uh uh marcel p black bavu blakes will be performing too oh, and actually Babu has a I, great new song, by the way. Yes, I pl- I got him next week. Oh, really? Yes, it was supposed, oh, I was man. supposed to have him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we rescheduled, so I should have him next week. Yes, cross, cross our fingers. I hope so. It's gonna be a great show. So make sure you tune in for that. Yes, and go see him on Friday. Um, DJ Notion puts that together. Great, you know, uh, great people always doing all that underground stuff. Uh, he got Freestyle Fellowship coming next Dope. week too. Dope. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, Friday Flamingo Substantial Marcus D, uh, ten dollar general admission, fifteen for VIP tickets with a meet and greet and a dinner. So go there, support uh, if you like that underground hip hop shit. I like that charge cover. I like that. Yes, no yes. more free parties. Yes, you guys have it too good in this city. You have, <laughs> you have to support. If you say you support, just fucking. It's one drink. And you know what? Don't, uh, sorry, I'm go interrupting go ahead, go ahead. you, but don't ask me to get on the list and offer to buy me a beer. Just pay the cover and then People I'll get that? you. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's so you don't want to pay me, but you want to pay the bar owners. Yeah. But, and I'm supposed to be happy about that? Yeah, no shit. It's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Friday, so there's the boat party with my, my man right here and DJ Manny. And Manny will be on the show soon. Nice. I really yeah, want to get him on there. I gotta, I gotta, gotta get, get Manny I got, on the I, show. I, I've talked about Manny so many times. I got to get Manulito on here. Yeah, you got to get That's, Manny. Uh, Saturday, uh, so yeah, the Michael Jackson dance party. And uh, Mel is doing, uh, DJ Mel is doing the dance party for ladies at the parish. Uh, all 90s R&B, all of that. So if you like Aaliyah, all that, I mean, all the 90s R&B, SWV, yeah. TLC, you name yeah. it. Uh, seven bucks, you know, same thing, man. I mean, it's, it's great to have, you know, parties with no cover, but, you know, you got to support. It's only 
we got we have it good in this town. So you do. So take advantage of everything that's out there. It's something for everybody. Have fun. And uh, I think that's oh well. Couple couple announcements. Uh, make sure I want I want y'all to go go to iTunes, uh, subscribe and rate the show. Uh, comments. I want some feedback on my feedback show. Because I know I, I ask people and I say, hey, how can I improve this? I want to make it better. Who should I have on the show? I've been, I've been getting some good suggestions, but I want that in writing so people can see. And I want, you know, the show to keep growing. I got a lot of things planned this year. Uh, the Nowire app is still, is still in the works. I didn't forget about that. Hey, we're waiting, man. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting, too. I'm, I'm waiting. Yes, it's coming. I've been it's, waiting. It's coming. In the meantime... The and group, I'm also waiting for a feedback party, too. I, what do you think the launch of the app is going to be? <laughs> We're waiting, man. Yeah, I know. Look, the I've thirst is real. The yeah, thirst I know. is I've, real I've been here. slacking, but I'm slacking for a good cause. So the big <laughs> one, if you thought the other feedback parties were good... This one is gonna top all of them, and I don't, I don't half ass. It's all or nothing. So, this one is all the way. The thirst is real, back. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I need your feedback. I need your comments. I need you to share with your friends. I know a lot of people listen on the way to work, uh, all of that. So, uh, let me know what you think. Comment, share, rate on iTunes. We're on Stitcher also. If you have an Android, you can subscribe that way, so you get the new shows uh, when they come out. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, spread the word, you know, Facebook, Twitter, of course. Uh, go back and listen to the other ones. I mean, I've had a bunch of people on the show. Uh, Zeely, Mel, Kid Slice, Protege, Ulevi. I mean, a bunch of people. And I have a whole lot more. But go back and look at the archives. There's some really good ones out there. Uh, support and uh, give me your feedback. And feed me. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Uh, Mr. Chorizo. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for doing this, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. All right. I right, talk to you next week, guys. Have a good one. Be safe out there. All right. Ciao.